Good evening. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and this is the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Each week I'll be playing stripped-down, deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, highlighting different instruments and vocals in a way that will truly amaze you. Imagine sitting in the control room at EMI Studios and having the opportunity to peel away the layers of a song, discovering new elements that you never knew existed. This is the closest you can get to that experience. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the Beatles' multi-track melting. I'll make you maybe next time around. On February 25th, 2015, George Harrison would have turned 72. Tonight, for our 20th show, we're going to do a special George Harrison edition of the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. We'll start with the only Harrison-Lennon original, Cry for a Shadow, originally entitled Beetlebop. The song was a parody of the group The Shadows, who backed Cliff Richard, and the guitar and bass mimicked their style, although the Beatles were not their biggest fans. Recorded during the Tony Sheridan sessions with producer Burt Kempfert on June 22, 1961, it was slated to be the B-side of Why, but Polydor Records decided not to release the single at the time. Once the Beatles had gained popularity, the powers that be released it as the A-side, with Y relegated to the B-side, on March 27, 1964. We'll follow with a Harrison lead vocal on the Jerry Goffin Carole King number one hit, Take Good Care of My Baby, originally recorded by Bobby V and performed for the Beatles' failed Decca audition on New Year's Day 1962. After that, we'll hear George's songwriting demo for his first original on a Beatles LP, Don't Bother Me, from With the Beatles. During their six-day residency at the Gaumont Cinema in Bournemouth, Harrison fell ill, and on August 19th, while sick in bed at the Palace Court Hotel, he decided to begin his illustrious career as a solo songwriter. Interestingly, it's often forgotten that Harrison co-wrote their first recorded original in spite of all the danger with McCartney five years earlier in 1958, and the instrumental Cry for a Shadow with Lennon in 1961. Since one was a tongue-in-cheek instrumental pastiche of the shadows, and the other was mainly written by McCartney, Harrison received credit for writing the guitar solo. Don't Bother Me is considered his first proper composition. So while this is the first song written solely by Harrison, it was not his first attempt at songwriting. Three songs featuring George Harrison. So there's something that I gotta say 
make her blue Just tell her that you love her Make sure you're thinking of her In everything you say and do Take good care of my baby Now don't you ever make her cry Just let your love surround her Paint rainbow all around her Don't let her see you cloudy sky Once upon a time That little girl was mine If I had been too I know she'd never be with you So take good care of my baby Be just as kind as you can be And if you should discover That you don't really love her Just send my baby back home You don't really love her Just send my baby back home to me Take good care of my baby Take good care of my baby Take good care of my baby After recording Don't Bother Me for the Beatles' second LP, Harrison wouldn't have an original song on album for two years. His next, I Need You, would not only be featured on the Help LP, but also in the film. Ironically, his last song, Don't Bother Me, was heard briefly in the nightclub scene in A Hard Day's Night, but was not credited in the film. For this mix, we'll feature George's single-track lead vocal, along with McCartney's harmony, and a bit of acoustic guitar and bass. Next up, one of Harrison's songs from the Beatles' masterpiece, Rubber Soul, The Biting Think For Yourself. Recorded on November 8, 1965, the song featured a Hammond organ played by John, and in addition to bass, Paul overdubbed a fuzz bass, plugging his Rickenbacker into a distortion pedal called the Tone Bender. For this mix, we'll focus on the double-track lead and backing vocals, as well as the rhythm section, minus the overdubbed fuzz bass and organ. John apparently had a hard time recording his vocal harmony, and it took a lot of work to perfect it. George Martin had left a second tape machine running while they worked on the harmonies, and along with a lot of goofing around, the three Beatles are captured working on the vocal parts until they had them down. Listen for Ringo's mistake on the last verse when he forgets to return to the halftime groove, and McCartney's fumbling on the outro. We'll follow that with one of Harrison's funkiest tracks, Taxman. Taxman was such a strong song that it would lead off the Revolver LP, 
the only time a Harrison song would start an album. We're going to give McCartney and Starr a chance to shine, as well as the vocals, and we'll bring the guitar and percussion in and out throughout the tune to give you a chance to experience the different elements that make up this phenomenal song from Revolver. Look out for the Indian-flavored guitar solo played by McCartney and the alternate backing vocals from John and Paul on the last verse. Three Harrison originals from Help, Rubber Soul, and Revolver. You don't realize how much I need you Love you all the time and never leave you Please come on back to me I'm lonely as can be I need you Said you had a thing or two to tell me How was I to know you would upset me? I didn't realize As I looked in your eyes You told me Oh yes, you told me You don't want my loving anymore That's when it hurt me I'm feeling like this I just can't go on anymore Please remember how I feel about you I could never really live without you So come on back and see Just what you mean to me I need you But when you told me You don't want my loving anymore That's when it hurt me And feeling like this I just can't go on anymore Please remember how I feel about you I could never really live without you So come on back and see Just what you mean to me I need you I need you I need you One, two, three, four Say about the things that you do You're telling all those lies About the good things that we can have If we close our eyes Do what you want to do And go where you're going to Think for yourself Cause I won't be there with you Far behind The ruins of the life That you have in mind And though you still can't see I know your mind's made up You're gonna cause more misery Do what you want to do And go where you're going to Think for yourself, cause I won't be there with you Although your mind's okay Try thinking more if just for your own sake The future still looks good And you've got time to rectify All the things that you should to do and go where you're going to think for yourself cause I won't be there with you do what you want to do and go where you're going to think for yourself cause I won't be there with you 
taxman. with the special George Harrison edition of the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. George peaked in the Department of Songs per Album in 1966, with three songs featured on Revolver. 1967 wasn't as productive for him as a songwriter and even as a guitarist. He has stated a number of times that the Sgt. Pepper Magical Mystery Tour days were a bit stifling. In actuality, it was the one year where his guitar playing was absent or minimal on a number of songs. As a songwriter, he only had one song on each LP, less than each of the prior three albums. His contribution to the Magical Mystery Tour film and soundtrack LP was the spooky-sounding Blue Jay Way. While in Los Angeles in August 1967, George and his wife Patty rented a house in the Hollywood Hills, and while waiting for former Beatles press officer Derek Taylor to arrive, Harrison composed the song. George himself explained in 1968. Derek Taylor got held up. He rang to say he'd be late. I told him on the phone that the house was in Blue Jay Way, and he said he could find it okay, he could always ask a cop. So I waited and waited. I felt really knackered with the flight, but I didn't want to go to sleep until he came. There was a fog, and it got later and later. To keep myself awake, just as a joke to pass the time while I waited, I wrote a song about waiting for him in Blue Jay Way. There was a little Hammond organ in the corner of this house, which I hadn't noticed until then, so I messed around on it, and the song came. For this mix, we'll be bringing instruments and vocals in and out throughout. Ringo's drums are truly magnificent on the tune, as are the strange-sounding backing vocals. We'll follow with one of my favorite Harris songs, the often-overlooked Savoy Truffle. Savoy Truffle was written for Harrison's good friend Eric Clapton as an inside joke about his fondness for chocolates. Harrison used a box of Macintosh's Good News Chocolates as a reference, and supposedly all of the confectionery names used in the song are authentic, except for cherry cream and coconut fudge. The song features heavily compressed drums and horns, a sound similar to Good Morning, Good Morning from Sgt. Pepper's, but on this song, Lennon doesn't participate. Since Revolver, Lennon's contributions to songs that weren't his began to diminish, and on the White Album, he doesn't play on any of Harrison's songs. Once again, there are so many interesting bits that will be fading instruments in and out remix style. Starr's drums and McCartney's driving bass push the song forward, but the six distorted saxophones, two tenors and four baritones, arranged by engineer Chris Thomas, really make the song special. Add Harrison's distorted Fender Telecaster and the return of the Honer Pianette, along with Hammond Organ, also played by Thomas, and you have one of the funkiest tracks from the White Album.
Next up, another White Album track, and what many believe to be Harrison's first classic, While My Guitar Gently Weeps. After almost two months of recording John and Paul's songs for the forthcoming LP, Harrison finally had a chance to record one of his compositions. In his own words, Harrison had to do about ten of Paul and John's songs before they gave me the break. 
Although they recorded several rehearsal takes on July 25, 1968, only one was a proper take. The lovely acoustic version heard on the Beatles' Anthology 3 CD and later scored for strings by George Martin for The Love Show in Las Vegas. This acoustic take served as a demo for the other Beatles, and on August 16th, they recorded a remake on 4-track. The next week, the song was transferred to 8-track, the first Beatles song to utilize the new format at EMI, although the group had recorded both Hey Jude and Dear Prudence on 8-track at Trident Studios. This version of Harrison's song was quite different, with a backwards guitar solo and prominent organ, and after listening to a playback, it was scrapped and a new rhythm track was recorded on September 5th. Harrison had felt that his songs were not getting the attention they needed, and the next day he brought Eric Clapton in to play the stupendous lead guitar on the track. As he later said, it made them all try a little bit harder. They were all on their best behavior. This is another true remix with different elements coming in and out. Listen for Ringo's innovative drum part, the unison bass and guitar riffs throughout the B section, McCartney's bass chords during the solo, the organ on the last B section, and of course, Clapton's breathtaking lead guitar. We'll end this part of the show with a song that was originally worked on during the Get Back sessions. Harrison recorded a solo demo version playing both piano and guitar on his 26th birthday, but the release take would not be recorded until April 1968. There has been some controversy as to who played the bass part on Old Brown Shoe, but in a 1987 interview, Harrison confirmed that he played the bass. Although Lennon recorded a guitar part for the track, it was removed and replaced by the organ. We'll be hearing an instrumental mix of Old Brown Shoe tonight. Enjoy.
I'm Anthony Robostelli, and we're back with the special George Harrison edition of the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. In the spring of 1969, John, George, and Ringo decided to have American Alan Klein handle their business affairs, but Paul did not agree and remained loyal to his father-in-law, Lee Eastman. Therefore, meetings at Apple were often fraught with tension, and one day George decided to skip out and visit his friend Eric Clapton at his country house in Surrey. While strolling through the gardens with one of Clapton's acoustic guitars, he wrote one of his most beautiful compositions and also one of the strongest songs on Abbey Road, Here Comes the Sun. It is one of George's most optimistic tunes, and the music is as sunny as the lyrics. The stress caused by the problems at Apple also inspired another Harrison song, I Me Mine, which ironically was the last new song that the Beatles recorded. On August 20th, 1969, John, Paul, George, and Ringo attended one of the final mixing sessions for Abbey Road. This would be the last time that the four Beatles would be together in the recording studio, but it was not the last Beatles recording session. Once it was decided to include a scene in Let It Be of George, Paul, and Ringo rehearsing I Me Mine while John and Yoko waltzed, it was apparent that the song needed to be recorded properly for the soundtrack. On January 3rd, 1970, George, Paul, and Ringo returned to Studio 2 to lay down tracks for I Me Mine. The following day, they returned to the studio to perform overdubs for Let It Be, which was officially the last Beatles recording session. Lennon did not play on either of these exceptional Harrison songs. For Here Comes the Sun, we'll focus on the acoustic and electric guitars and the vocals until the second verse, where we'll shift the focus to the strings, clarinets, flutes, and piccolos before bringing in the drums for the last verse and chorus. We'll also add a bit of bass and bring the guitars back in before the close of the song. For I Me Mine, different instruments will enter, disappear, and re-enter remix style, featuring Harrison's acoustic and electric guitars, as well as McCartney's bass, organ, and Fender Rhodes, and Starr's drums. It becomes apparent as each instrument is given the spotlight how important every part of this puzzle is to creating such a heartfelt yet hard-driving song. Two, three, four. Clear. 
By the time the group recorded their final album in 1969, Harrison had penned what many believe are two of the best songs on Abbey Road, Here Comes the Sun and Something. Barring the first line of Apple recording artist James Taylor's Something in the Way She Moves, Harrison created one of the Beatles' most beautiful compositions and his first A-side of a single. Written by George on the piano, the song had been attempted during the Get Back sessions and later demoed by George on February 28, 1969, with him on piano and guitar. Many people, including Patty Harrison, believe it was written about her, but in a 1996 interview, George denied this, stating that he was thinking about Ray Charles when he wrote it. The basic track was first attempted on April 16th and then remade on May 2nd with Starr, McCartney, Harrison, and Lennon on piano, although the majority of the piano is mixed out of the final version. Tonight we're going to hear a mix of drums, George Martin's lovely string arrangement, organ, and vocals. We're going to close the show with a Harrison track that was never officially recorded by the Beatles. Well, sort of. In 1968, George produced Jackie Lomax's debut single for Apple Records, Harrison's own Sour Milk Sea. The recording is notable for being the first of many extracurricular musical projects produced by Harrison, and a rarity among non-Beatles songs in that it features three members of the band. Along with Harrison, McCartney, and Starr, the backing musicians on the track were Eric Clapton and session pianist Nicky Hopkins. Harrison had recorded a demo of the song at his Escher home in May 1968, with McCartney on bass and percussion from Starr. This version is a mashup of the two. By isolating Harrison's vocals from the demo and muting Lomax's vocals from the release version, I've put together what is arguably a lost White Album track. Enjoy. One, two, three... Something in the way she moves Attracts me like no other lover Something in the way she woos me I don't want to leave her now You know I believe in how Somewhere in her smile, she knows That I don't need no other lover Something in her style that shows me I don't want to leave her now You know I believe in how You're asking me, will my love grow? I don't know, I don't know You stick around, now it may show
That's it for this week, Beatle fans. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, Volume 1, 1962-1963, and you've been listening to the special George Harrison edition of the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Tune in every week to hear deconstructed mixes of Beatles classics, solo recordings, and live gems. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at ShadyBearBKLYN, and like the page for I Want to Tell You on Facebook. You can pick up the book at Amazon or on the website, IWantToTellYou.com. See you next week, Beatle fans.